Affirmations are nice. They feel good. They help you get into the habit. But the biggest voice that the universe responds to is the voice of your actions. So my next question would be, what are your actions telling the universe? What are your actions commanding of the universe? Your actions command the universe to shift. Intentionally or unintentionally. Ignorant or well-educated. It doesn't matter what position you're in when you're having the action. That's just like... You can't say that you want long life and your actions are contradicting that lifestyle. It doesn't work like that. No matter what you say, no matter, you know, and you can't rely on, (laughs) you can't rely on someone else's specific path. Well, this person did whatever they wanted and they lived to 102. Are you them? (laughs) Is that you? You know, it's not. It's not. You can't pick and choose when, you know, you can be compared to someone else. Because the truth is, you can never compare yourself to someone else. You could be inspired, you know. But your actions say so much in every area of our lives. You want a good marriage? What are you? (laughs) What actions? What are your actions saying? A lot of the times, you know, our actions are saying something completely different. And that's why our results are the way they are. So you can change your words until the cows come in. You can write whatever on your walls. But if you're not lining up the actions, it just don't work like that. It just just doesn't work like that. It doesn't. And I think one of the biggest problems with the actions not lining up is that, you know, social media has people drenched with inspiration so much and they don't realize that the inspiration gives you like a dopamine so you become addicted to the inspiration so you're addicted to having these inspiring talks and looking up this information and coming up with these plans and you know you do something you get a little work out of yourself for a little bit and then you're back on the train to find the inspiration again because you're more attached to the inspiration, the feeling from inspiration, the high from inspiration, then you are from the high of execution. That's the difference between people who execute quickly and well and efficiently and the people who talk more and plan more and think more and wish more and hope more. You know, it's the difference. You know, for example, like, my, you know, my husband makes it made a joke about me. Like he said, 
what nobody better not ever come talk to you about what they want to do because unless they're ready to talk about if they want a website if they want to do this and what's the plan that's how to get it going and you know yeah that may be a little annoying sometimes to people in my inner circle but that's that's the coal and the the fire that makes my engine go fast though you know what i'm saying it's because I can tell you what happens in my mind. Something sparks inspiration and immediately my hands feel like they want to move. Because that feeling of execution is just, oh my God, it's mind-blowing. Like, it's exhilarating. Like, you know, I may not be adventurous physically, you know? Like, I may not physically want to jump off of stuff and go camping and do this, but... Oh man, you give me a goal, you tell me something impossible, I want to I want to see it happen. Something you ain't never saw before. Sign me up. Nobody ain't never did it. Sign me up. That's my adventurous side, you know? But you know, this came up in a conversation I was having with someone and I said that. I said that like your actions are telling the universe more than your mouth could even think to say, you know. (sighs) That's just, I thought about this this morning. I don't do vision boards anymore. I don't because my lifestyle is the energy that comes behind that vision board now. It's no longer channeled in these big surges. It's now churned into my lifestyle. And that's, and I don't, I don't see a problem with vision boards at all. I am a big promoter of vision boards because that's how I got to this place, you know. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just your actions and it just seems, you know, and and beware of this. There are a lot of people who looked at me as if I just moved erratically or I was hasty, like I moved fast with everything or, you know, I constantly heard snarky rebuttals or well yeah you you doing all that but I don't need to do all that you know whatever and you know prepare yourself for those moments it's gonna seem like you're working you're working you're working and you're not seeing nothing and you're working and you're working shit it's to the point where even my mama said oh Toya I pray for you all the time I can't wait to see everything just you know, pop off because she sees that I have to work and work and work behind the scenes. Like, (sighs) but my work is telling my work is telling and has told the universe to move. My work has told the wind to shift. And I I want so badly, I want so badly for so many people to taste that feeling. You know, sometimes it overwhelms me because I just want so badly for people to feel that because if they feel that 
they know that everything else that happens in life is so much smaller because so much more of a wide and just bold and amazing thing can come from your life and out of your life and from your hands if you could just just see what you're able to create if you could just see what your mind could do like I know that's one of the reasons why I was put on this planet to help people see that you know I just I just want to see I want to see people see that come from themselves I want to watch people ignite, you know, and I know it's by actions that 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 happens. And, you know, I, I live my life every day conscious of certain things, you know, and um, this is something I just wish I could gift wrap and just give it to you and maybe these episodes maybe this podcast you know somebody falling upon just listening to the podcast maybe this is their their connection moment to to have that aha moment like okay okay purpose that's it you know um i do just feel very passionately about people getting to their highest form oh god because if they get to their highest form you know what that means that they know that that they were put here for a reason (laughs) and no matter how no matter how they got here no matter what happened along the way no matter what hurt there's a reason and that that you're needed like you matter in this fabric of life this this beautiful tapestry you matter and if i could just man i know that's a part of my life's work and that's why i really wanted to give this message today about your actions every choice everything you do my body lines up with um my mind a lot like if i like the minute i had this thing about life that i really didn't care about living outside of what I was doing for somebody else or what I was doing for my family in a way right but once I got to the place of really embracing like hmm I want to grow old and then all of a sudden I would not want to eat certain things I would not want to do certain things um you know um once I decided I wanted my body to be healthy um, I fell in love with working out. And I just had this new revelation in mind state, almost like a mind renewal towards working out. So now it's 
it's it's a part of my lifestyle. I cannot see my life without it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'll do whatever I have to do in order to keep it within my routine, you know? So it's like that's what that's what has to happen. You have to get yourself in a position where your mind has more control than your body. That's what I really loved about fasting. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I I prefer you to research yourself if you really want to get into fasting. But I did a lot of fasting in my 20s because I really didn't like my body having more control than my mind. And I think that's what jumpstart my mind over matter. I, I do think part of my personality is wired to have that naturally, you know, um, because my daddy is kind of like that. He could just stop something, you know, like, you know, I, I did all this other stuff. I smoked did this. They say you can't smoke anymore because your asthma is too bad. Okay, I'm done. What? Who does that? You didn't have a patch. You didn't have a class. You didn't have a workbook. You didn't have snacks. You, What is it? I was just done. And that's just it. And I am like that in a few areas. So I will say that is part of my personality. But what, what strengthened and um, nurtured that part of my personality, because I believe whatever's a natural gift for someone can be a skill if it's taught well, you know, and the mind is open. And fasting is one of those things. Whatever it is, if it's you fasting from social media, because some people can't fast from food because of the sugar levels or whatever. But if it's social media, fast from that, you know. Because when you fast, you cut off one craving and you heighten the hearing. Like, it's, it's a very liberating feeling, like... Like, you're in full, like, not full control, but I don't have to listen to my body like that, you know? I don't need a snicker, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need this person. I don't need this thing. I didn't like needing anything. Like, like even after surgeries... I have a track record that's been since I was, since I first started having kids that I never took pain pills past a certain day, like two or three days, you know, because it just, I don't like, like my mom asked me recently, why didn't you take anything? I just don't like having to take something. Like, I don't like needing it. Like, What can my mind do around this, you know? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, you know? And then someone asked me, what is the pain level for this thing? And I said, oh, it was, it was, you know, about a six, seven. And she said, you know what? I'm not listening to you. You probably go somewhere when you're in pain. Meaning, like, in my mind. And I do. That's why I got, that's why I could sit for five hours and get tattoos. I'm already thinking about something, you know, and once I'm there, that's it, you know. So I think it's a really good, a really good muscle to try to exercise, you know, because if you can tackle getting your mind 
to be the strongest part of you over your emotions too, you know. I think I mentioned that before, talking about marriage. That's I told Chris that the first year of our marriage. The thing is, about me, I could be crying and still packing at the same time. So we need to be mindful of that. That, you know, most people get hurt and they sit sad and they sit this and sit that. No, I can, I can be hurt and move at the same time. So please don't put me in that predicament, you know? Don't depend on the pain to keep me. Don't depend on the tears to keep me. Please don't. Because, again, that's all from mind over matter. Like, I'm crying, but I understand this has to happen. This is the best thing for the best outcome, for the best result, you know? So in order to get to the point where you're really fine-tuning all of your actions to do to tell the universe and convey the right message to you to the universe you have to you have to deal with your mind over matter you know and that discipline like I really may want this but there's no way I'm going to walk away from this like you know like emotions become secondary third you know it's good to practice not being highly emotional. Some people, their personalities, I respect that now that I'm older, you know. I used to think, oh, this person is too, like, erratic and crazy and, like, emotional. Like, what is this roller coaster? I don't even like roller coaster rides, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even like that. Like, I don't like talking to this person. But they're like that because that's how they're wired for whatever they need to do on this planet those people are meant to do certain things just how people like me that can go stoic and really calm you know worse things happening I can still have a straight face it's just I think that's just my design in a sense you know just the same as those people you know highly emotional people it's just it's just a quality that's not tamed in a way or a quality that hasn't been properly introduced to tact, which, man, I know uh, uh, a huge chunk of very smart individuals that don't have tact, you know, that they just weren't taught that there's timing and there's, you don't have to be super sensitive because I'm not an empathetic person, you know, but some stuff don't have to be said and some you know i think it's a lost art that we aren't teaching our children that either well i ain't gonna say we because i tell mine but i'm just saying that a lot of people's kids i hear them and i think man they don't even know that they're not supposed to they don't even know social cues enough to not say certain stuff that's inappropriate like it's unnecessary like you know, it's not even about being super sensitive. Some stuff is just like, you don't have sense not to say that. But again, it's just it's just not not knowing the weight of whatever you put out to the universe. And I think once you start focusing on that everything you do is putting something out and conveying a message, 
is beyond the shared posts. It's beyond the, you know, the daily affirmations. It's beyond all of that stuff. It's what is happening the 24 hours of the day. Collectively. As, you know, affirmations. What do you have? About an hour out of the 24 or two hours out of the 24 that you're spending speaking positively, in a sense? What are your actions doing? You know, I want you all to finish strong. I want, throughout this year, I want you to feel good. I want you to feel like, damn, I almost got my shit together. Look at me. Yes. You know, I want you to feel like I'm healing. I'm embracing things. I'm encountering things. I'm getting therapy. I'm investing in myself. I'm, you know, all these things. But um, just ask yourself. Just ask yourself within the 24 hours of the day. What did my actions, thoughts, responses, what did it tell the universe? I just I just listened to something from Joe Dispenza. And he said, um, he said people want abundance, but they operate in lack. And operating in lack isn't isn't just not spending money or not whatever. You know, operating in lack could be recklessly spending money, too. Because people would only, people who are only, people who have a mentality of lack spend recklessly because they essentially have this engine almost, I don't know, there's, there's, there's not care attached to the finances. There isn't provisioning attached to a lot of stuff. And for some people, you know, secretly they live it up in the they don't turn down living living it up in the now because they feel like when am I ever gonna be able to do it if I don't do it now? And that's a lack thought. You know, to spend recklessly when you could be spending wise wisely, you know, that's lack. You spending like you ain't gonna never get it again. But you could really think that you're spending as if you're going to get it again. But check the track record. That's what I always do to myself. Whenever I feel a thing or when I respond to myself, because sometimes I get a little razzle-dazzle with myself now. And I think, but that's not really this. And check the track record. What does it always go back to? Does it always go back to you needing again? Hmm. Sounds like lack. What do, what do most poor people do? Spend a lot of money. That's another sign right there. Like, you know, it's your actions. Well, wouldn't being on a budget and telling myself, no, wouldn't that be operating in lack? No, you're operating in wisdom and appreciation and gratitude for the finances you have enough to allocate them properly with the belief that I'm not cutting myself short right now <laughs> because because soon in the near future, whenever it is time for me to get it, I'm going to be able to buy all the things that I feel like I want to 
snatch up and buy right now. I can wait. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to get it. That's why I'm okay with waiting. That's why some stuff I'm not upset about because I'm really okay with waiting for it because I believe when it comes, I'll be able to sustain it. And even my waiting is showing the universe I have confidence that it's going to work out for my good. So I'm okay with saying, no, I'm not going to go ahead and go there or do this or do that, you know? It's actions. What are your actions saying? Tape that theory across your whole life. They say they love you. What are their actions saying? They say they respect you. What are their actions saying? They say they love this. They love that. They take care of this. What are your actions saying? You know, I'd never do this. What What are your actions saying, though? You know, I, we wait so much for verbal stuff or we depend so much on verbal communication when people don't have the balls to do that excuse me it's women and men on the podcast you know or people who who identify as they you know like i'm so i'm just using that uh, they don't have the guts you see what i'm saying a lot of people don't have the guts to just say out loud what they really want or don't want so they just gonna do what they want and pray you catch on you know but wrap that around your whole life one last time within the 24 hours you're given within the 24 hours you were given depending on the time of day that you listen to this what did you tell the universe to do for you today If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya, Dash, Bodhi, or Cash App, dollar sign, Toya, Bodhi, T-O-Y-A-B-O-U-D-Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time. Thank you.